Live from Butler. Hit it, Ken. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KFPodcast. I just want to say thank you for listening. If you found us on the interwebs, check us out at kfpodcast.com. Add the KFPodcast on all your social media needs. Uh, you can find us doing this uh, here, Pop Culture Week in Review. We also do a Wrestling Week in Review, and you can find okay. us on your favorite podcatcher. And, uh, yeah, that's us. We got me and Brock are via satellite. Yep. And Don and Justin are eating candy, holding yep. hands. I am not eating the... candy. I, Justin had candy. I, I had any. one piece of candy. That's one too many. Because all the candy. I like a recount of how much candy you guys have eaten. You need to stop counting and then recount all the candy you oh, guys have eaten. Open that window behind you. This window? No, the behind them. So we can observe how many pieces of candy they eat. Can't. You're not allowed to. Do you have honors from both sides of Justin and Don to count how many and then recount? This is a non-political like show, so, so you two knock that shit off. <laughs> Oh, what a crazy week, huh? Yep. Has definitely been a crazy week. Yes, for many yep. reasons. Um, uh, so you two were live remote, me and Justin. What the hell were we just talking about before we went live? We were talking about the torture rack. We were talking about... Hand jobs. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> talking about a lot of things. Ah... Uh... So our setup we have right now, me and Justin are sitting both on the same side of our podcast table in my basement, looking like we're on some kind of fucking sitcom. And then we have my not computer. sitcom, like a talk show. A sitcom. They sit on the same side of the table too, because there's no other side of the restaurant. It's a. It's Justin. Really, be six feet apart. Shut the yep. fuck. Oh. You two look like you're only two feet apart, even though you're. Sitting in separate separate rooms. Cities, uh, counties (laughs) apart from each other. But it's just funny. You two look like you're directly across from us. But, you know, the magic of technology. Wow. Wow. So how's everybody doing? (sighs) The time change messed me up. I haven't slept in like three days. It happens every time. Too much uh, time changing for you. Yeah, I don't know what messes with my head with that. Gaining an hour. Aren't you happy that we gained an extra hour of 2020? No, definitely not. I was, like, excited that morning. I forgot all about it. (laughs) And I I stayed up way too late, and I was like, oh, shit. It's got to be late. Did I sleep in real late? And I'm like, it's only 9.30. (laughs) How's it only 9.30? And I'm like, no, I slept all the way to 10.30. Except now it's midnight at 5 o'clock. Yeah, it it is dark so early. It was dark at, like... What it almost felt like it was dark at five today. It was really by the time like we met what six thirty and it was already long dark. Yeah, it was already long dark. Long dark. <laughs> it was a long dark by that time. Um, yeah, it sucks. I hate. I hate it. I hate how dark it gets and just winter's coming. I mean, we woke up Monday morning, our whole neighborhood's covered in snow, and then today it was seventy degrees. <laughs> oh, gotta love Western Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's gonna be not warm all weekend. Thank God, though, I gotta get my leaves done. Yeah, I like it. I, I people complain that it 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 was too warm. It's gonna be too warm this week. I'm like, who's shut the fuck up? Yeah, seriously. It's a good. It's a perfect time to put up those Christmas lights. Oh, have you already decorated? No, we're behind. You know, we're behind. behind. It's November sixth, and you're behind. Canceled. <laughs> It's not canceled. It's the only bright spot in the rest of this year that we have is to celebrate the Lord's 
you know, birthday. <laughs> I could do that without Christmas. <laughs> uh, Brock, are you canceling Christmas? I'm canceling Christmas. Every year I try and cancel the holidays, and I think I can actually pull it off this year. <laughs> I think you might be able to, too. Poor Benny's not going to have a Christmas. Yeah, Benny got to have a Christmas. He got to have a first Christmas. He's not going to remember. If you don't have a first <laughs> Christmas, what is your wife going to take pictures of that week? Everything else that she takes pictures <laughs> of every day. Every, every other photo of your life. Oh, boy. So what's going on with you over here, Mr. Cheese? Um, Not a lot. Just work. I got to do my leaves this weekend because uh, there are a lot of trees on my property and it's been raining and shitty on the weekend, so I haven't been able to do it. Yeah, leaves fucking suck. They should all just fall at once. Yeah. <laughs> I spent... It's one and done. All Everybody falls. Get it over with. That's that's the world I want to live in. Just one and done. I spent $300 to get my tractor fixed. His tractor broke. I'm surprised um, you didn't go out and buy a brand new one. Well, because I figure at this point. So the funniest thing is, is I only I only paid four hundred dollars for the tractor, and then I spent. It was actually more. It was three hundred and thirty dollars to get it fixed. But even so, for I'm I'm only into this tractor for seven hundred and thirty dollars at this point. And you know what's funny about that? You're still two hundred dollars cheaper than Carl's fucking leg surgery from when we cut the rabbit's leg off. <laughs> Because that cost $900. So I could have bought your tractor and got it fixed in the amount of time. And still had money left over for action figures before and still have a rabbit with four fucking legs. <laughs> Poor Carl. So, Justin, what did you get fixed on your tractor? Um, He got a uh, well, laptop put it holder on it no, so you play was, Minecraft while he cuts. It was, it was 200 bucks just for the guy to come out and pull the labor. <laughs> and then it was, it was $130 in parts. But what parts did you need? Uh, bl- they put he a put blade. he put blades on it. Um, there a new belt, um, air filter, fuel filter, uh, a few Wheels. things, <laughs> a steering wheel, a frame. I could have done all that for you. I've worked on my tractor enough that I oh. bought off a of Rob and was look fixing at, it. Look at Farmer Joe Ken all of a sudden. That he, he's a handyman. Who knew you were a fucking handyman at anything? All of a sudden, he's a tractor guru like, over there. Next time, like I watched the guy, so now next time I won't have to pay somebody to come. <laughs> I but... like you paid $200 to watch a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's not the weirdest thing you paid $200 to watch. The guy watch. was like, my fee's 200 to come on out. And then he's like, oh, you want me to work on your tractor? I guess I could do that too while I'm here, right? Oh, we're fired up tonight. Just wearing overalls and no shirt. Brock, you didn't know that Ken's a guru at fixing tractors. No, I didn't. I, I knew say it was Haystacks Calhoun, but I didn't know about <laughs> the tractors. <laughs> oh, jerk. Well, I figured he should know about tractors. Remember where he wore overalls for like three years the straight? Over, the overall phase was pretty awesome. The overall phase of Ken's life was a great... Do you still wear them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't see you in them anymore, though. It's because I'm not doing work around you guys. Whenever I'm working around the house, I put my overalls on. Overalls and no shirt. No, I wear a shirt. I wouldn't. Pink. <laughs> of course you wouldn't. Oh, the yeah. overall stage. Um, so I had an interesting story that happened at me at Walmart yesterday. Would you like to hear? Did it happen at you or to you? It happened. All right, correct me on every fucking word I say. Thank you. It happened at Walmart. <laughs> to you. To me. To you. So tell me uh, how you would have handled this scenario. 
I'm walking past this lady. the face. This little girl sitting in in the cart, and she's eating. Did you ever see one of those like chocolate egg things, candy that come with like the little spoon that you scoop out? The like, yeah, yeah. What, you know. And uh, so she has that. She has a little spoon. She's eating the chocolates all over her face. Her mother's doing the groceries. It goes flying out of her hand. She's just holding the spoon, lands face down on the ground. So I like walk by, I look at it, and I went, oh, I said, oh, I got that for you, honey. And I picked it up, threw it in the trash. It was next to her. The mother turns around and looks at me and went, where's your thing at? I said, oh, I threw it out. And she went, what? Why did you throw that out? I said, she dropped it on the floor. And she went, did you drop it on the floor? And she went, yeah. She went, well, I mean, you just started eating that. And she said, the little girl looked at her and she went, I mean, five second roll. And I said, you're in Walmart, not your house. Oh, <laughs> like, God. do you realize what's happening in the world right now? You want to give this to- I wanted to take it out of your trash and shove it in her face and go, here, finish it. You eat it. And then she was like, well, I mean, I don't know. Okay, I guess. Thanks. And I went and I just walked away because I wanted to be like, bitch. You know, like, I threw it away because it was on the fucking floor. People were going to step on it. And then she was like, mad. I threw it away because five second roll. Now she has to buy her daughter another one. And it's like <laughs> 25 cents, you know. And then the daughter, while I'm doing my groceries, the daughter takes a spoon and drops the spoon on the ground. And I just looked at her. I looked at her, looked at the spoon, and looked at her again. Like, pick it up. <laughs> you know, don't just leave it there. But she was mad. I threw it away. You spend way too much time at Walmart. Well, this is also true. I mean, we also know, but that's not that's besides the point. But you know, I just couldn't believe she was mad at me for like picking it up and throwing it out. Five second roll. That was going back in that baby's mouth after it was turned upside down on the dirty ass floor at Walmart. And right. it wouldn't have been five second rule because if you hadn't noticed it, would have been a while. The kid would have screamed, and she finally would have noticed, picked it up, and just given it back to the kid. Yeah, yeah. She goes, I mean, five-second roll. And I was like, I wanted to instantly kick her right in the head and then throw the kid in the trash and then leave. And be like, that's what I think about you. Like, you're a fucking idiot. Throw the kid uh, in the trash. Like, you I don't know that I would have gone that far. You and your stupid kid, shut up. Like, what, what's the matter with you? Like, you know, that's what you get for being nice. But yeah, Brock's right. I spend too much time at Walmart. <laughs> but I'm always looking for action figures. Because <laughs> I have nothing else to do with my life. But anyway. And Ken, still nothing there for you that is on your list. I don't know what to tell you. I'm never going to get any action figures I need out of you. I know. I'm just going to send you eBay stuff that I need. We'll figure something out. I'll take you out on a nice date. I'm just annoyed that you can't find AEW figures anywhere. It's it's yeah. very annoying. It's like they don't even make them. There's just a peg where they go, but there's never anything there. <laughs> if I was Walmart, I'd be super annoyed by it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, um, so let, we're going to our one of our headline topics here, which I thought this was uh, a good one to start with, is uh, Sean Connery died this week at uh, age 90. All right, and um, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't hear about him being sick or anything like that, but he was very old. You he know. was 90. He was 90. I, I can't believe he was that, he was that old. Like, yeah. I was surprised by that. But, uh, he had a good run. He did have a very good run. You know, what a good... Uh, what a good dude. Um, actually, my quiz question of the week to end the show is going to be about Sean Connery. So we'll, I'm not going to know any of them. We'll get ready for that. Um, Ken, any thoughts on this? I mean, were you a Sean Connery fan? 
This is gonna sound real bad, but I was <laughs> here. I, we go. No, I was glad he died. I was I had it marked on my calendar when that son of a bitch was finally gonna be taken off the planet. This is gonna sound really bad. What you didn't really care for him? I I, I was not affected by his passing. I thought it was sad that it was someone that people were a fan of passed away, but it did not affect my. I, I did not think about it once I heard the news. And, no, you know, I mean I don't think it affected like me, but you know just. I, I really liked. I, you know what's funny is my favorite Sean Connery things is them making fun of him on on Saturday Night Live. I mean, that's like my fondest memory is like those. The, what's that? Sean Connery in the movie Zardoz. Oh God! This oh. this was how we were supposed to dress. I think in 2019. Wow! Because <laughs> that was the year the movie was set. What a great outfit! Um, but you know I really liked him in uh, in the Indiana Jones movies. Um, I never can. I can honestly say I don't think I ever watched a Bond with him in it. I did. Did you? I liked his. Um, even though it's the movie that ended his career and everybody f- hates it, I liked him as Alan Quartermain in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Why is that the movie that ruined his career? Because he got so much. Like that movie was panned so badly, and he got so much flack for that movie, he quit acting. I like that movie. I know. That's why. That's why Alan Moore won't have his name attached to any of his comics that are adapted to movies. Because of that movie. Mm-hmm. When did that movie come out? I never saw it. When X Men One came out. Yeah, it was around like two thousand. You never saw that movie. No, I never saw it. I, I didn't it was, hate it. I liked it. I thought it was entertaining. I never had a problem with it. I liked it as well. Yeah, Alan Moore was listed as a writer, and I guess they they very loosely based it on the comic, and they kind of ripped off somebody else's story, kind of the same thing, and Alan Moore ended up getting sued. Oh, okay. So that won't, he won't attach his name to anything that they adapt to film. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. He's had a lot of stuff lately, too. Wow. So, yeah. The Vendetta. Remember the 5th of November today? Yeah. Have you ever, has anyone read that book? No. Not recently. I have the graphic novel. I never read it. I've read it. Okay. Yeah, I, I've never read it. I watched a terrible movie, and that was about it. That was my extent with it. Uh, what else do we have at Headline Topics here this week, Justin? Uh, apparently, the UK is going into a second lockdown, and theaters are closing again. Um, but theater or movie productions are still going to continue for now, but everything's closing back down again in the UK. So, shit. That's a shame. I hear it's a real mess over in the UK right now. Yeah. I thought that only happened here. Nope. Apparently not. So that sucks. Um, at least some of the film... Yeah, there's been about two weeks ahead of us on all of this, so... Yeah. Hopefully it uh, doesn't continue that way. Right. And I know that uh, some of us here have uh, had some family members impacted by it recently. We won't say who, we won't say what, but, you know, thoughts and prayers with Congratulations. us. Can't can't get past the <laughs> violations here. Yeah, that's right. But you know, our thoughts and prayers with all those people that uh, anybody that's struggling with it and uh, having hard times. You know, we wish everybody well. Take care. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. Um. So let's go to some Marvel news. Marvel. 
It was it was a struggle this week with news again. Yeah, well, I mean, it's been a struggle this whole fucking year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, I mean, up until it's it's been okay. Like some weeks there's some good stuff, but yeah, this week was a bad week again. So I, I pulled a few things out of the Marvel out like, of the Marvel ass. Yeah, the yeah. the the deep archives. Yeah. Um, uh, a new grainy stylized promo image for Eternals has come out, um, giving us another look at the new team. But, again, it was all grainy and shitty, and you really couldn't get a sense of what they actually look like. Right. So, I don't care. Yeah, I've never really seen a clear image either. It's always, like, some grainy, far away, where they were in the background of something, yeah. you know. It, it reminds me of, like, a um, like a, a 50s movie poster, almost. It's not yeah. quite black and white, but it's... Real drab colors and... From what I've seen, they look like they're in, like, really, like, weird outfits. I think they're going to be maybe not comic accurate, but comic book-like. Yeah. Real bright colors, I think. Bright and... colors, odd, like, capes and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but... I'd be real interested to see what Black Knight looks like. Like, what route you go with that, you know? I hope he looks cool. Yeah. Me too. I like black. It's wearing a jacket. But wear a jacket that says Ultra Force. Really freak everybody out. You might be great. <laughs> uh, so in an alternate universe where COVID has not affected uh, the the world, um, we would actually probably be at the theater watching Eternals right now. Yeah, today was the release date. Uh, for today it, right? was today was the original release date. Yeah. So um, another thing you took from us, COVID. Yes, bastards. Number. Yeah, we would all be there except Brock. Well, no, because it's not a co- it's not a COVID. He still world. has two babies. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, my wife would be working in the evening. Yeah, you still have two babies, though. You never know. It's that it's that alternate universe. Two baby syndrome. You got the two baby syndrome going. What what just yep. happened to Ken? He instantly just fell asleep over there. Are you okay? What happened? <laughs> you kind of sunk into your chair. Your shoulders went down. I thought you were ready to just kill forward. <laughs> you got so tired, ladies and gentlemen. So tired. He's been up for a long time. Um, in some good Marvel news, um, Marvel regains the rights to Daredevil this month. Uh, back from Netflix, so they'll be allowed to produce either a show or use him in shows, movies, wherever. Um, so, where little speculation? Where do we think he's? When and where is he going to show up first? Well, Spider-Man, the third one. We've said that before. That's been a topic we talked about. I think all of us here would love to see him show up as Peter's lawyer, as Matt Murdock type thing. I bet my real pick is She-Hulk on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's a good one. I wouldn't be surprised also at the Miss Marvel. I think she's rooted in some kind of New York situation. Um, but yeah, I I honestly don't think we're going to see him in anything for a while. They're me, probably going to recast him and do all that fun stuff. Let me ask a quick nerd question. Uh, She-Hulk Jennifer Walters. Is she a defense attorney or a prosecutor? Defense, I believe. I think it would be neat in a Spider-Man movie if they hired her as the prosecutor against Peter and then Matt Murdock was the defense lawyer. I think that would be... People would really enjoy that in a movie. If she crossed over from her She-Hulk show and then he shows up as Peter's like pro bono lawyer against her as the prosecutor. That would be like... 
an interesting uh, movie little section, whatever I want to call it. The only way that's gonna make that's gonna be cool is if during the middle of the the uh, trial. The Wrecking Crew show up, and they all have to fight off the Wrecking Crew. In the middle of the and I know we think that's funny, but that would be awesome. If they, if, yeah. Or if you didn't do the Wrecking Crew, if you did like a version of the Sinister Six comes into the courtroom and starts attacking him, and she hulks up and he sneaks out and comes back in with Daredevil armor on, people would that'd be amazing. Yep, that's the kind of stuff that like people would pop like crazy in a crowd for, you know. That's why we need to start collectively writing for Marvel because they need our help. <laughs> sometimes I think they do. I don't know. Some of these things, sometimes I think they do. But yeah, I, I think you could see him there. I think um, uh, even Moon Knight. Yeah. Maybe. If Moon Knight takes place in New York as well, where maybe he was. Uh... <laughs> Ken hates Moon Knight. I think that's an option. I, I kind of feel like they're going to keep him Disney Plus for now. But the Disney Plus characters are supposed to cross over with the movies. Yeah, so. yeah. There isn't supposed to be any kind of a distinction anymore. Um, how great would it be if he appeared in the Shang-Chi movie in that tournament? I don't think that's his style, though. What if he's just kind of like down and out and over there fighting the hand? I mean, he's fought the hand a, a million be. times before. You know, and, and he ends up in that tournament. This well, time. but that won't happen because they, they're just getting his rights back. They've already finished filming Shang-Chi. Okay. Shang-Chi 2. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> what about... Like, Electric Boogaloo. What, what about... I mean, they're crossing everything into the Doctor Strange movie. What about the Doctor Strange movie? Yeah. I mean, that movie, I feel like, is already going to be a complete smorgasbord of everybody you can think of. It's going to be a clusterfuck. You can just say it. It's going to be a lot of... I won't use the word clusterfuck because they haven't clusterfucked yet. I mean, everyone thought Endgame was going to be a clusterfuck with the amount of people that were in it, but it wasn't. It was awesome, so... Those didn't give, you know, probably three-fourths of the characters in the Marvel Universe lines. Yeah. You know, all those guys just came through a tunnel. And stood there and looked cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He has much to do in that movie as Howard the Duck. True. Howard the Duck is awesome. Can you think of someone in Endgame that didn't have a line that was a major character? All the Guardians of the Galaxy. They all spoke. Oh, did they? Yeah. At the end. At the end. <laughs> Rocket, Groot, uh, Drax all talked in the ship at the end when they were like, oh, I'd like to uh, see that. When Thor, and they were like, we should have a a fight to the death for leadership and rockets. Like, okay. I'd be all right with that. And, and Batista said, "Yeah, that'd be good." I mean, it wasn't a lot. They had like a tiny little line. You know, yeah. watch it. Wong had a line. So as Wong gets lines, it's Wong all said, "Isn't that enough?" I like that his name in real life is actually Wong. <laughs> Um, so the other bit of Marvel news, um, Natalie Portman, uh, we love Natalie Portman, right? She said for uh, Love and Thunder, her official title is going to be the Mighty Thor, which, you know, that was the title of the uh, comic that uh, Jane Foster Thor stood in anyway. I, so. I, guess I saw an article that her powers are going to be different, too. Yeah, they're, apparently they're going to give her a, a different little bit of a power set than regular Thor has. They haven't really gone into detail what it is. But she said in the, in the article that she has powers that Thor never had. Okay. So I don't know. She maybe she can make like uh, bird animals with paper mache and stuff like that. I, I don't know what other 
Hopefully. What other power are you going to give her? I don't know. So, speaking of powers, when we get to comic book news, I have a power that's going to annoy Ken and Brock so bad when I tell him this. I can't wait to tell him it. I'm also anticipating that. Okay. I'm going to like it. Uh, Justin, you can't be annoyed by it. Just us two. Yeah, I guess. No, you will be like, oh, that's interesting. They, these two are going to be like, ugh. <laughs> um, so, uh, kind of a, a, a spinoff here of the Thor news. I uh, I watched a 15-minute, I wasted 15 minutes of, of my day did. today, and watched a video talking about um, the end of the MCU and, like, what Phase 5 and fa- or Phase 4, Phase 5, and into, even into Phase 6, okay. like, what they're going to do. And this guy spent 15 minutes talking <laughs> about, like, all, like, how now Marvel is using the comics to kind of test out storylines and mm-hmm. and stuff like that for the MCU and like all these villains that they've introduced in Thor, the Dark Winter and like all these things and ultimately his speculation is that Thor is going to cause a um basically the multiverse collapse at the end of this it's going to be Thor's going to be the cause of it and they're going to use it like they did in the comic books where they bring in all these new characters and ones that work they're going to keep and ones that don't are going to are going to go off in these other multiverses that get destroyed okay. when they all come in together. It was it was kind of interesting. The guy was annoying as shit in the video. They're going to like the, retcon the, uh, like they retcon a Marvel uh, comic book universe they're going to retcon a, a movie universe. Yeah, and so like if they've got a bunch of new characters that don't work, they could bring back old characters. Because they could come from another universe yeah. and things like that. So, But that's his speculation with what he's seeing that's already been announced and things that are being teased. Um, he uh, he thinks that that's where they're going to end up going with it. Yeah. Alright. Not the worst theory. I'll send you the so, link. Like I said, the guy Ken, was... Ken, your rebuttal on that? I feel like... I thought you were just going to say dumb. I did say it was dumb. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Dumb. It's dumb. Uh, I don't think that they would be so willy nilly with pulling in characters and getting rid of characters that don't work for the sheer fact that a comic book and to write and produce a comic book is what a fraction of, you know, what a major Marvel movie would be in that aspect. Now, I can see them trying, like, introducing minor characters, and if they take off, like, you know, people love Groot, people love Rocket, like, you know, something similar to that where you, you see Squirrel Girl in a movie, and if she gets super popular, they decide to give her her own movie. But I can't see them just being, like, trying out these... You know what? Well, fuck me, because they, they're making an Eternals movie, so I'm already, like, doubting myself, so... <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, as a business practice, I don't see them spending billions of dollars for something that they're trying out and feeling out. I feel like they need to be, I feel like they would be very confident in what they're going to be putting out to, to, and and I really don't think that they're going to put a movie out for a character that they're not at least getting three sequels for. Like, I feel like if they're going to put, you know, they feel like there's, there's enough interest for them to get, you know, at least three movies out of these characters. So... Well, like we've always said before, it starts to get tough trying to get three movies out of these characters that don't have a good villains library. 
Like Ant-Man? Like Ant-Man. I mean, you see how hard it was for them. They got one movie out of it, and in the second movie, they were reaching for a bad guy. You know? Well, look at, you know, uh, crap. Captain Marvel's the same way. Yeah. She doesn't have a great rogues gallery. Yeah. she. I don't even think she really has a rogues gallery. I, don't, I mean, like, her yeah. villains are all, like, other Whole races of people. Yeah, other Marvel <laughs> villains that everybody else fights, you know. That's the hard thing. We, we have beat that horse a ton of times on here, but that is, I stand by that. That's the hardest thing with these movies. Is you, they sound like a cool idea, like, oh, look at this character. It could be cool. Then you're like, who's the villain? Because the yeah. villain makes the movie. Every great comic book movie, the villain makes the movie. It's going to be to a point anymore where Marvel's just going to have to be like, all right, it doesn't matter who they're a villain of. We're just going to have to put, somehow write them into this is going to be the villain. Well, first off, we already know automatically the first villain of any Marvel movie is the exact copy of the superhero, the hero of the movie. Yeah, the so bad version of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the second one is going to be is where you actually have to find someone that's actually a true villain. If you're a guy in a robot suit, you find another bad guy in a robot suit. You know. Yeah, everyone's been enhanced by the exact same thing. Whoever the hero was, you fight, you're a super soldier. You fight a Nazi super soldier. You know, you, you have the same. You have the same kind of thing. It's um, a formula, but it's worked. <laughs> well, that's why I think someone like makes Spider-Man such an important asset because Spider-Man's one of the only people, other than like a Venom or Carnage, a lot of his villains aren't mere copies of him. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Electro and Green Goblin. He has such a rogues gallery. You can go on and on and on with him. He has so many villains. True. And then the other untapped potential with villains are the X-Men. Yeah. You know, you got all the Sounds X-Men. Like this apocalypse that should be perfect. Yeah, they got a ton. So there you go. They can bring X-Men villains into other things, too. Yeah. Because they have so many good ones. Yeah. They've messed with other aspects of the Marvel Universe before. Mm-hmm. I think Omega Red would be a great villain to use in, like, uh, you're going to do a second season of Winter Soldier and Falcon. I think that's a great villain to use for them to fight. You know, if you're, yeah. like, dealing in the Winter Soldier and his Russian background and you tie in a guy like Omega Red, I think that'd be great. And if they played it right, they could do a flashback and have someone, you know. Yeah. Because let's face it, Omega Red's never going to be used for a Wolverine movie. Like, if they do a a spinoff of Wolverine, he's going to get Sabretooth, he's going to get Lady Deathstrike, he's going to get Silver Mm -hmm. Samurai, Mm -hmm. all these ones that they've done before. Omega Red's down the list, and he's a great villain. Let's say Deadpool counts in the uh, MCU. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Be interesting, we'll see. Let's move to DC. What do we got next there? Uh, DC, Brandon Routh says that his version of Superman from the Superman Returns movie could show up in the upcoming Flash. Oh, that <laughs> that character's never going away. He was in the uh, Crisis yeah. version. He did a great job. I like Brandon Routh. I'd be yeah. okay with seeing him. I like him. I, never, I always felt like he never got a fair shake as his version of Superman. I thought it was good. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah, it wasn't bad. 
the thing that people don't understand with that movie, like gave him a hard time, was like he was told to play. He wasn't just told to play Superman. He was, he told, was told to play, to play Christopher, Christopher Reeve Superman. doing Superman, yeah. which is yeah. a completely different thing. He was acting like Christopher Reeve. People were like, he was a little hokey. I'm like, well, that's how they made him act. Yeah. If they would have let him be his own version of it or everyone to do, he's good. He looks like Superman. He was great in that Crisis last year. He looked great. Yep. Um, early suicide sequel script. Early suicide squad sequel script. <laughs> squad in there. It sounds really bad. <laughs> suicide sequel. Uh, say that five times fast. Um, the version before James Gunn took over apparently included Black Adam as the primary villain. Yeah, I'd heard this before. That would be so stupid. That, that's it. And well, think about what a poorly mismatched person that is for them to go after. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they were able to conveniently beat Enchantress. There's a full god deity or whatever, just by throwing a subway bus and one one <laughs> guy exploding or whatever. I yeah, just... well, they tricked her with like love and shit like that. You wouldn't be doing yeah. that shit with Black Adam. He'd wipe the fucking floor with that entire uh, that entire team. I mean, Harley Quinn's there with a hammer and with a, a hammer and a gun. <laughs> Yeah, he would have. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't even be a good matchup at all. No, the Suicide Squad wouldn't even send them after someone like that. No, you know what I mean? That would be like no. Okay, except for apparently the plot of the new video game coming out is the Suicide Squad versus the Justice League, the the evil Justice League. It's yeah, all like brainwashed. Yeah. But that's a little different because I think in that storyline that they're doing, it's supposed to be like they got Bruce Wayne's plans. You know how there's always that story where Bruce Bruce yeah. Wayne has a way to break bring down each member of the yeah, Justice his files. League. Yeah, yeah. So I think that they're saying that they've got Bruce's files from the Justice League, and they're going to go and try to take down the, uh, okay. uh, the the what are they the Injustice Society or yeah, they're like brainwashed and all that. Something's going on because in the trailer for it, they're like everybody's city's going crazy, and they're like, "Oh, great, Superman's here!" Yeah, and then yeah. he just picks up that guard and just eye lasers into like, death. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> well, then doesn't one of them is it? Isn't it King Shark? One of them is like, "Hey guys, I think I know who we're here to fight." <laughs> and then I think Captain Boomerang is about to go, "Oh fuck!" And they like cut off. Yeah, right there. Yeah, that game looks it. That game looks fun. Yeah. So. I'll try that. That'll be entertaining. Um, I totally skipped this because I thought it was pointless. <laughs> Which one? The Ron Howard news. <laughs> oh, that one there? I just threw it in there because yeah. I saw it. Ron Howard just thinks that they're, basically to sum it all up, that there still is a chance for the characters in the Solo movie that he directed to uh, still be recast in some form of Star Wars. I think all this has to mean is there's Disney Plus stuff coming up. It could be. He said it was in an interview, and he said there's there's not. He's like I want to. He's like I want to preface this saying there's nothing currently in right. the works. Right. He said, but there's enough fan appreciation and 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 enough fans of this film. He said, I think we eventually. I think we could see these characters again yeah. in either a sequel or so, another project. It's Disney Plus. Disney Plus is Which doing so well with. with everything else that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if like there'd be some fan thing to keep the solo stuff going in a Disney Plus show. Fighting Darth Maul. I, want, I just want people to give that movie another chance. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. The babies need to get over it. Uh-huh. Pretty much. You babies. You dumb babies. 
I hate dumb babies. Uh, moving into other other studios, um, the first images released of Tom Holland's Uncharted movie are leading fans to believe that he is going to be searching for the lost city of Shangri-La, which is Ooh. apparently similar to the storyline from the, the um, Uncharted 2 game. Okay. So they're not going with the first game for the storyline for the movie. They're going right into the, the second game. Well, you remember in Black Panther, Claw says Shangri-La is, is uh, Wakanda, so maybe this is going to tie all together. Uh, <laughs> Uncharted. It's all connected. It's all connected. And then Mark Wahlberg is going to bring in the Transformers. And, no, and then he's going to say it. hi to your mother for me. Hey, I'm a scientist, but I was also a captain <laughs> of the football team. And I, I'm a, I got this hot dollar, but I also work on cars. And I'm an inventor <laughs> and everything else. Yeah, oh, God. I remember how hard you laughed at a Transformer movie when he punched the ground. <laughs> and his daughter he gets laughed and froze at that particular moment. That was the best. Oh, it's hilarious. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. It was so funny. He was so terrible. As, and it was the worst name. It was like Cade something. Cade Yeager. It was like this terrible <laughs> fucking made up stupid name. Like it Access just, or drive. <laughs> <laughs> then the best character in the movie they kill off. The funny guy. Yeah. Let's not start talking about terrible Transformer movies. All right, let's move on. Um... In a recent interview, No Time to Die's Lashana Lynch, who plays Nomi, confirms that her character does inherit the 007 title from her predecessor, James Bond. So she is not James Bond, but she is the new 007. Well, good thing she cleared that up because people were losing their fucking minds over it. Like well, idiots on she's, the she's received, as of right now, she has received a shitload of racist backlash bitching that the new 007 is a black woman of all things. Yeah. So... Because people thought she was going to be like James Bond or whatever. Like, yeah. they're making James Bond a woman. Like, no. The story is that someone took over his... double The 007. The 007 moniker or whatever. You know, like, uh, people are fucking stupid. Yes. If and you people just take read, this shit If you just seriously. read an article without reading the headline and overreacting, then, you know, your life would be a lot easier instead of going, Headline! And then screaming at it going mental. Like Carl Pilkin. What, what do they do? Headline! <laughs> and then this next headline uh, absolutely made my week. Jordan Peele is set to produce a remake oh, of Wes Craven's classic 90s horror film, The People Under the Stairs. Or Don Beordi's Scary Thing Under the Thing. <laughs> Might as well call it that. It's a better fucking name than People Under the Stairs. I'd much rather go see Scary Thing Under the Thing. But, yep, this made my week. I saw that movie when it came out in the 90s or 80s, and it's a scary-ass movie. It's not, like, to be messed with. It, it is a pretty twisted movie. And Jordan Peele is great at stuff like that. Yeah. It's, I, can, I, can, I can picture it now. With Jordan. Now, apparently he is not necessarily listed as writing or directing, but he is producing it. Um, so, in going with his previous movies that he's done, I'm guessing they're going to slip... Uh, switch some things up. It'll probably be primarily black cast. Um, they'll change. Maybe it's still like uh, a crazy white couple, but they're like torturing black people or something. It's it's gonna be something <laughs> like that, just because of what his previous yeah, movies yeah, have been. I get you. Um. So, but yeah, I this is something I will probably 
be interested in seeing. The first one when I was a kid scared the shit out of me, but when I've watched it when I've been older... Like, I've never seen that movie. You've never seen it? No. Okay. It's, I'll have to check it out. I mean, it, 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 it's got some fucked up shit in it. So I saw this horror movie being advertised online... And the premise is, like, there's a kid that has, he's autistic, and he uses a, an iPad to, like, speak and communicate through. He'll type on it, and then it says the words, because okay. he's, like, embarrassed to talk in public or whatever. And uh, he starts to see, like, this crazy, skinny, weird, three-legged demon or whatever, like, crawling around only through the iPad. Oh, so he's, it's like like the augmented reality. Yeah. Oh my god. Like so, he's holding it up and he sees it walking around, and and then the iPad like starts talking, saying his name is his name is like um, Barry. Barry wants to be your friend. He wants to play. He's just lonely. And then like he has a sleepover, and they're seeing the creature everywhere or whatever. And I was trying to remember the I remember the name of it. Then I was trying to tell Saber about it, and I called it. I said something like. And then that one movie I just saw, it's like, watch out, kids, there's monsters on my iPad. And she was like, is that the name of the movie? And I was like, no, it's something like that, you know. Uh, and, watch and, out, and kids. And as soon as I said it out, it's like, oh, Dad, that's like the new scary thing under the thing that you just said. Watch out, kids, there's monsters on my iPad. The post just says, watch out, kids. There's monsters on my iPad. Brock, is that almost as good as don't talk, there's monsters outside? Yeah. AKA a quiet place. Oh well. And now this was good news, Brock. Um, so the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie writer wants to do a reboot or a sequel, and uh, apparently he's trying to put it into works and get people to back it. What do you think about that? Since you're a big fan of that movie, I think it'd be fantastic. I love it. I just watched that movie this past Saturday. That movie, it, it, it still holds up. Yeah. Holds the test of time. It's still phenomenal. The lines in it, everything about it. It's a great They're movie. Really like, they dropped the ball in that franchise by giving into the, uh, the the public, you know, the, the soccer mom mentality that they can't use their weapons and stuff like that and yeah. can't swear. Yeah. And it was not violent. By, I mean, it had some violence in it. There was a little bit of blood and stuff. But other yeah. than that, I mean, it was... A solid PG-rated movie. I don't think the second one was that bad, but the third was trash. Yeah. It's the best one. <laughs> back in time. Turtles in time. <laughs> Did you like the second one? I like Tokar and Razor. I thought it was all right. It had some good lines it's in it. Slash and Beast Man and Triclops. <laughs> the second one wasn't terrible. But it was, but it was a step down. I mean, that movie came out in 1990. Mm-hmm. There's still lines in that movie that I think I say almost either every day or once a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Me too. Like, like, do you remember the line in the movie where Casey Jones pulls up and he has that, like, garbage truck and he sees, like, the fight still going on? Ooh, and he sees, leftovers. Yeah, and he goes, ooh, leftovers. <laughs> every time I open up my fridge, for the past 30 years, I look at my fridge and I go, ooh, leftovers. <laughs> And, like, everyone and knows my kids and, you know, like, they look at me and just go, oh, like, are you not tired of saying that yet? You know, like, but I still do. You know, I do the whole, oh, 11th and Bleaker? Nope, this is only 9th Street. Like, I say that, like, all these stupid things, uh, late pizza lines. It's like it just stuck with me for 30 years of my life. 
that you just it's just so it's so impactful. I don't know, it's weird. I love it's I a great movie. I love I don't think it's loaded, kid. I also say that one all the time. <laughs> Raphael's Raphael, great in that movie. Man. He was great. The song was phenomenal. You remember the song by Partners in Crime? Yeah. I remember seeing Partners in Crime at my senior trip to Cedar Point, and it was like five years after the movie came out. You know, the movie, well, it was like three years after. It was 93. It was three years after. And they were like, Partners in Crime. They were, and they, they came out and they did the Turtle song. And everybody there was like, yeah, oh, this is a great one, you know. And then it was like, it ended. And then they were just like, started it up again. And everybody was like, Alright, yeah, one more time, you know. And then they just kept singing it, and people were like, is this all they do? And they aren't going to do anything else. Partners in Crime is one giant black guy, and then a tiny little white guy that's like just going around singing the turtle part. It's hilarious, Partners in Crime. They made a great song. They did. Um, and the last bit of movie news there, which uh, I put this on there because I enjoy it. Um, it looks like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson are seriously thinking about doing a Wedding Crashers 2, and I absolutely love the first one. I think it's one of my favorite comedies of all time. Ken's making a face. Go, Ken. Why do we need more of this? Make new stuff. It's going to go as well as Anchorman 2 went. Anchorman 2 was bad. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know how you do this since they like changed their ways and got married at the end. The only thing I can think you could do is if they have kids that are doing it now and they're like the dads like try it's, it's gonna be their it's gonna be their weddings that somebody's trying to crash well i mean th this movie came out what a hundred years ago 2007 2006 it's been a while so yeah they would be older i i, was, I love the first one are you a fan of the first one ken or no yeah, I think it's great, but I don't want to see this movie. If I want to watch Wedding Crashers, I'll watch Wedding Crashers. <laughs> I want to watch Wedding Crashers too. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, it's going to be as good as that movie where they were interns and they had to go work at Google. Like, yeah, that was a terrible like, movie, yeah. Yeah, that was bad. You know, yeah. there's just these, you know what, I'm, I'm over this, like, you know, oh, we need to make another sequel of it, and it's been 15 years. That's Fuck the world we live in right now. That's what everyone does. I mean, that's what everything is right now, is people making, mm -hmm. trying to make sequels, trying to jump on something that might have been hot. I think if you don't make the sequel within a few years, then you don't bother doing it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You know? If you want them in the movie, just make a new movie. It'll probably be bad, but at least it'll just new move. And just let Vince Vaughn. Well, here's the thing: like you can't nowadays. Like even though that this movie only came out 14 or 15 years ago, Vince Vaughn says a lot of horrible, raunchy shit in that movie. That's hilarious. They won't let him say that in a movie nowadays. It's offensive. <laughs> You know, the primary premise of that movie of guys going around womenizing and, and sleeping with chicks, when was the last time they are going to let a movie be made like that? Yeah. Everybody would find offensive with it nowadays and be like, you can't make that movie. You can't say those nasty words. That'll be terrible. You can't do that. They can get away with this movie if they have two daughters and their daughters are going around and doing it and they find out about it and they have to help them. Yeah, the women like, can be raunchy. Yeah, they'll allow that. Yeah. Yeah. They need to get what's her okay, Justin, who's the redheaded girl that you're a big fan of? Um from Which one? Your girl that you love from the singing movie. Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. 
We get Anna Kendrick in this movie with her friend from Parks and Rec. They were both in that Rocky uh, Aubrey, Pla- Aubrey Plaza. There you go. You he, cast those Which two. one's Aubrey Pro- Plaza? Was she in she, the Robert De Niro movie where, like, she... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's nuts. Yeah, she's yeah, insane. She, she's nuts. Yeah, she would be great. Yeah. You put those two in, and they're running crashing... Vince Vaughn and 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 Owen Wilson's kids' wedding. Yeah, and then they have to like block these new chick wedding crashers. Yeah, from... those two. <laughs> Ken, you're writing the script for them. Let's let's tweet yeah. at Vince and, and and Owen right now. I'm a fucking genius. Yes, he is, <laughs> folks. All right, let's move on to TV news. Um, Netflix, uh, the Stranger Things writers were able to write the scripts for the entire season this time before filming. Um, Imagine that. And producers, <laughs> uh, and, and producers have said that they think it actually really is going to improve the quality of, of season four. Um, apparently in the past, they've actually just kind of written the show as it goes. Um, but now that because of, um, lockdowns, they've, they've got the whole season done, um, and producers think it may, think it make made it better, so we'll see. There's still no release date, um, but they have started doing some uh, filming uh, already. So good. We'll see. Um, I put this one in here. The Umbrella Academy season three seems it's getting a, a season three, even though they haven't officially announced it. Uh, there's been some updates going on about uh, the cast talking about where they're getting together to start filming season three. So even though cool. Netflix, cool. Netflix is obviously going to do it. It's a huge hit show for them. Um, you know, there's you know, yeah. other than pandemic issues getting around, which the pandemic will change the flow of this. It's if it's filmed now, because you think about a lot of the stuff from that show. There was a lot of public scenes. Yep. And city stuff, you just will notice how different it will look. Which, if you watch any shows that are filmed post-lockdown stuff, it's so odd. Like, Supernatural's on right now. It's like there's nobody on the show. Like, it's like them, and then they're like, oh, we got to go in this, like, restaurant. And there's, like, two people in the restaurant. And there's, like, you, you don't see them pull up in the Impala. And there's cr- people, you know how they're always, there's yeah. people around. There's no one around. It's always, like, at nighttime. And it's like, wow, this is this is definitely different. You can feel the difference in it. All right, let's go to Disney+. Plus. We all uh, watched The Mandalorian, right? Yep, I watched the whole season. <sighs> all right, good. I know I hate him, don't you? It's so annoying. Uh, anyway, we're gonna give we're gonna give some spoilers. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, uh, pause this part or skip ahead. Spoilers. But uh, just the end. We don't have anything else good to talk about, so it's fine. Just shut spoilers. it off. Now, what's your little note about the Mandalorian? Here, so uh, apparently, the season two premiere was watched less than the season two premiere of The Boys on Amazon Prime. The Boys did better than the Mandalorian. Yeah, for season pr- season two premiere, which is surprising. That is surprising. Everybody- I, to that. I totally forgot about the Mandalorian. There was really no press or anything about it. And somebody at work told me, he's like, hey, don't forget the Mandalorian's on tonight." That's true. Oh yeah, because a lot of watch it. Uh, the boys they really advertised. Oh yeah, yeah they yeah, that all over social media and everything. Yeah, they and... really pushed that hard. Um. So moving on to the spoilers part. Um. So when Mando escapes from the the crate dragon at the end of the episode, towards the end of the episode, 
Um, there's a lot of speculation on online. People are saying that that is kind of a teaser, kind of an Easter egg to how Boba Fett was actually able to escape the Sarlacc pit. Um, that his armor protected him from the stomach acid and his jetpack. Uh, he was able to use his jetpack to get out. Well, they show that in the uh, scenes when they remastered Return of the Jedi. So it's not too far-fetched, but like, there's no way he's blasting out of that Sarlacc because, you know, Mando had a whole woolly mammoth of explosions. And explosions <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he exploded it after he got out. He shot himself out and he had that electric energy field around him that like shocked the thing. And then once he was in the sky, he aimed down and hit the button and blew it. Oh, okay. You know. Now, when did Boba Fett shoot out? Is that in the remastered thing? You see him fly, fly out? So that's in the remastered stuff from the 90s. From the uh, And it's not like anything massive. It's just like a behind-the-scenes thing. Yeah. You're supposed to see him like jettison out. It doesn't explain how he lost his armor to... to uh, to uh, to Jawas. Yeah, unless like, he took it off somewhere and they stole it, or he sold it, it, or he sold it to him. He needed cash, credits, whatever. Yeah, or he could have been like injured somewhere. You know, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. What did, did you Not think him. it was, Boba Fett? When it's he just a when random he, clone wandering around. <laughs> This is what Brock thinks. His theory, it's not Boba Fett. Even though the cast list calls him Boba Fett and everything else, Brock thinks is a work. Everything's Boba a Fett be like my age, not 60 years old. Why would he be what? He would be about my age, not 60 years old. I don't know how the timeline works in Mando from, like, New Hope. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, Brock, they really kind of have themselves... It, it, it trapped because every clone Boba Fett was a was a clone of Django and he had him as a son they they're all going to look like Django i mean it, it, you can't get another actor other than the guy to play Django unless you cgi I think them that's why he he's all scarred and burned to make him so look younger at his age yeah cuz Boba Fett should be maybe 40 yeah yeah, yeah. and then like Justin said to me you know they can. He'll have. They're like. You know. It's rumored he might play Captain Rex. Also, I'm like, well, I, he has to. I'm like, he got no other yeah, choice. He's got to play everybody. <laughs> he's got to play Captain Rex. He's got to play. Uh, you know, any any other Commander Cody. Yeah, everybody, because he's the say. He's the, they kind of backed themselves into a corner with that one. You know. Um, did you think it was Bubba Fett when he first walked in? The when when they said the marshal. Oh can, no! I I mean I, I knew as soon as they walked out, I was like, "Oh, that's Timothy Oliphant's character." Now, did you get? Did you ever watch Justified? Yes. Did you get the connect the thing there that they said? Well, I, he's a gunslinger, but I didn't get any specific specific Easter eggs on Justified. They call he's a U.S. Marshal, and they call him Marshal. Okay. So when he walked in, they said Marshal. Like I didn't put it together at first, but then when like he took his helmet off, and I was like, "Oh, Marshall!" Because he that that was his big role when he was the Marshall and Justified. Okay. All right. So that was sort of the tie in. I liked him in the Olafen. I thought that was pretty good. I still think my favorite role of his is uh, the girl next door. Oh, that's a great role. They should have let him keep the armor. Yeah. Yeah, he should have let him keep the armor. Well, he's you know. been good with it. No. It's not. He's not man away. He doesn't keep the armor. It is Boba Fett. He's well. That's you're getting into. Some <laughs> <of it. laughs> 
<laughs> is Django a Mandalorian, or did he just steal it off a of Mandalorian? He's Mandalorian, and Bobo was raised as his son in the ways of the Mandalorian. Django was a Mandalorian? Yes. All right. I didn't think he was, but He's you're not, probably you know, right. You, you don't know anything about Star Wars. <laughs> Okay, then fuck me then. All right. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean that's a ser- Brock. Do you think he's not? I don't think he is. Did you he, type it in. Django Fat was. Has- Django Fat was a renowned Mandalorian bounty hunter, assassin, mercenary, and the father of Boba Fett, there you go. a genetic clone uh, whom he raised as his son. Yeah. So Django or Boba knows. I don't know anything about Star Wars. Boba knows the ways of the Mandalorian, but wasn't technically a Mandalorian. Okay. Now you know this is going to lead to the next Mandalorian. He's going to come across is probably the what the Sabine from Rebels, because she's supposed to be in it. Suppose well, there's there's a lot of rumors going around saying that Sasha Banks is playing Sabine. Yeah, that's what a lot of people think that she's. Now, how's that work age wise? Why are they not wearing masks? I thought the whole thing was that, like, everyone's just like, oh, now it's cool, you don't have to wear, well, wear your Well, in the cartoon, she took her mask, I mean, in, in the cartoon, the Mandalorians took their masks off all the time. Yeah, like, that, I don't... that's the whole thing that, in Clone Wars, all those Mandalorians that they uncover when they, with the Darksaber and, what's Death, that guy's Death name? Death Watch. Yeah, the Death Watch, they all take their helmets off. Yeah. Because what's the le- leader's name? Is that weird fucked up name? <sighs> Vizsla. Uh, Vizsla. Yeah, he takes his helmet off left and right. I've never heard of anybody having this whole code with the helmet until I watched The Mandalorian. Yeah. I never heard of either. that before. I thought Boba, that's why he didn't talk in the movies and he didn't like... No, that's because the, they did at the time when they filmed it, they had no clue he was going to be anything fucking special. <laughs> but then afterwards, everyone loved him and now he turned into this all this lore behind a character that was a fill-in character. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they've they've went back to you know, yeah, the mystique of a Mandalorian not being like talking right. and right taking your helmet off. But like like Justin said, Sabine in the Rebels comic, she always had her helmet off. I mean, she's I can't remember the guy's name. the The Star Wars lore keeper on t- he's on Twitter and he answers fan questions all the time. So if I think of his name, I'll um I'll tweet at him and be like. At- Donald Trump, but he might be busy right now tweeting other stuff. So, we'll have to get that in um, uh, so yeah, I thought it was a good episode. What did you did you guys agree? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was fine. I love Star Wars on a small scale right now. Yeah, what this like? I want Rogue Squadron. I want like this. Like this is just one. This is a part of the the universe. Yeah, contained, yeah. small. Not this giant epic opera of space. You know, I want to see little facets of the communities. And yeah. it's like, you know, I'm digging this. Yeah, yeah I like cool. it. It was good. Yeah. Looking forward to new episode tonight. Yeah. yeah right now? I got I to gotta shut yeah, this down. Go shut it off. Go listen to it. All right, what else we got? Uh, <laughs> just going to listen to it. The, the full trailer for the upcoming Lego Star Wars holiday special came out. Um... I'm interested. I'll watch it. It looks like it's fun. The story makes absolutely no sense, but some holiday special. Some somehow Ray gets a hold of some kind of a Jedi device that allows her to travel through time, and she ends up having a lightsaber duel with Darth Vader, and she meets the Emperor, and Kylo Ren somehow ends up back there with him, and he has no shirt. His Lego character has no shirt on, and both the Emperor and Vader look at him, and they're like, "Don't you want to?" 
put on a shirt. <laughs> um, Kylo Ren, shirtless Kylo Ren. But it, it looks entertaining. I don't understand. They're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch it to figure out where the time travel shit comes in. But um, it looks entertaining. Okay. Comes out on November seventeenth, I believe. All right. Good. Um, I had a note on here for WandaVision. The the actress actress that is playing Monica Rambeau said that this WandaVision show is like a full-on action movie. She said it's very intense, very awesome, and it does come out this year. But I don't know when that's well, going to be. What they, I think what they mean by that is the first episode is going to premiere Christmas Day. Yeah. Or like the week yeah. of Christmas. So it comes out this year and then the rest of it's in yeah. next year. Because but I'm looking forward to it. HB, uh, Disney Plus, we need something other than The Mandalorian yeah. that's original programming. Mean, we've had this service for a fucking year now and we've had yeah. The Mandalorian and that's yeah. really it. I mean, that, come on. Um, that YouTube guy that we watch every once in a while, the Emergency Awesome. Yeah, he did a he did a special speculating on when it's coming, and basically he said Disney Plus doesn't like to overlap anything. Yeah, and the Mandalorian ends like the week before Christmas, so it would be or maybe a couple weeks before. Yeah, so bringing Wandavision out the week of Christmas probably makes sense. Okay, cool. Um, and the HBO Max DC World, um, I still haven't watched season two of Titans. You missed out, it's good. Um, but, uh, apparently Corey is going to become full-on Starfire in season three. That's good, I like her, she's good in that role. So, Looking forward to that. I didn't really, I couldn't find anything else going on on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Um, and then we just had a couple notes here about some other stuff. <laughs> So, apparently, The Walking Dead has cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan's real-life wife as his wife, as Negan's wife, Lucille, for the upcoming season of The Walking Dead. Or so, they're going to do those flashbacks. You remember those Negan flashbacks that they either did yeah. in a comic or they did it in a novel or a book? It was a magazine. A magazine, yeah, where, like, it, Lucille was, like, his wife and... They're hanging out in the neighborhood before the zombie outbreak happened and all that. So, yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan does what he wants on that show now. It's basically his show. Is it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll I'll see when I get to it. Like I, me and my wife started rewatching it from the beginning, and like we're in season two watching it, and like it's so good. It was so good back yeah. then. Yeah. I don't know, like it was where, about season four when they kind of started to jump the shark. Do you know what? You know what I think really hurt that show. Is the talking bread? Yes, but like Glenn. Like, they went for the whole comic route where Glenn had to die at Negan's hands. You know, they did it. Glenn made that show so much better, I think. He was like the heart and soul of that show. Yeah. And when they got rid of, like, his character and went with some of these other characters, I just think it really helped kill the show. You know? Yeah, and then when they started doing, like... Staring at weeds for a because it got right mm -hmm. the old show, it got right to it. Yeah, I mean, the show would yeah. open up and be right, it'd be like some intense flashback, and then like right into it, you know. Yep. And the music would kick mm -hmm. on, you're like, Holy shit, we're in it, you know. This this is good. Now it's like all this weird shit. So, they got artsy. We'll see if they can mm -hmm. hold my attention. When it I definitely get, did. It got too artsy when I get to where it was. If I decide to just quit it again. <laughs> and it's nice to watch it when you don't have the anxiety of who's going to die. Because Daryl almost dies like 18 times. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember everybody each week would be like, oh, my God, not Daryl. He'd be like, oh, he made it. <laughs> Woo! You know, that was a tough one. I remember that episode where Daryl, like, 
fell down a hill and stabbed yep. himself with an arrow, and it was all this drama, getting to a horse and some shit. Yeah, and but, Merle talks to him in a, in a dream, and like yeah, then a zombie's a attacking dream. His, a fever dream, then a zombie's yeah, chewing Andrea on his shoots leg. Him when he comes back to camp. <laughs> yeah, Andrea shoots him in the fucking head, and it was like, oh my god, she's gonna kill Daryl, I'm gonna hate this bitch. Andrea's the worst. She was so annoying on that show. So funny. Shane was good too. They should have kept Shane around for a lot longer. Yeah, I, I I hated how they killed off Shane because he would actually like he he like uh, this is gonna be my place now. I'm gonna try and be nice, and then stupid Lori had to go mess with his head. Yeah, and then like Lori is the the worst. Lori's the worst. Picture. Yeah, she's the worst. You start watching it, and you're again. I'm like, boy, I can't wait to season three when this bitch dies. Oh my god, she's the <laughs> fucking worst. She's such a pain in the ass. It's unbelievable. When they shoot all those walkers in the barn, though, that's a fucking great scene. And then the kid comes out, so fam, it's a great scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, and then Hulu is, if you like the show, uh, Castle Rock, they're canceling it. So fuck you if you like that show. Let's go to video game yeah. news. <laughs> um, I've been watching a lot of footage, uh, gameplay footage and trailers and stuff for the new... Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales that's coming out on PS5. It looks so amazing. Um, I'm really excited about that game. It almost makes me want to buy PS5, but I'm still going to hold off. Because I'll buy the PS5, and a year later I'll buy the PS5 with the Spider-Man edition for... What's the game called? Is it just Spider-Man 2 or Spider-Man... I think it's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, okay. And the original Spider-Man game, I mean, my son still plays it. They they went to, they went and started playing that new Avengers game or like this game sucks and went back to playing Spider Man again because that game was so well done. Yeah, it's just Spider Man Miles Morales. Okay, but it looks good. He's got some. He's he he. It may be it may be like two power. I know he has some powers like different than what Peter Parker has, but it may, they may go a little over the top in the game. But it, it looks cool in the. Game. I want a Spider Man game starring Ben Riley. <laughs> I don't know who that is. No. So I can't comment. Ben Riley was one of my favorite Spider Man. You just want to see Impact Webbing. I love Impact Webbing. And Impact Stinger. Webbing was pretty cool. Impact Webbing and Stingers. Ben Riley was the clone of Peter. Uh, during the clone song, you found out like that, that he was like the real the real Spider Man, and then he was not, and all the shit. And then Peter left with MJ and left Ben to be. He changed his name to Ben Riley. Because Ben was his Uncle Ben and Riley was what? Aunt May's maiden name? No idea. Something like that. And then he stayed behind. He changed the suit up. And he did, his web shooters were on the outside. And he they were like Black Widow gauntlets. And he oh, created okay. all these new webbings. And he would do this impact webbing. would shoot these like spheres at you. And as they hit, they would explode. And webbing would wrap around you. Oh. And they were neat. Then he would shoot these little paralyzing stingers at you. His first time out, he beats Venom in a fight. A shooting impact webbing down into his mouth. Uh. And then pulled the, the thing off. It was cool. It was something different. He's the one, He's the when you see the Marvel vs. DC stuff that that's they did, say. that's Ben Riley. Okay. He fought Superboy in a crossover there. All right. Good stuff. What's got next? Toy news. Okay. I... Lego officially announced expert creator Ecto-1. Oh, Brock, yeah. did you put this on there? I did put that on okay. there. Okay, then why am I reading it? I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, uh, expert creator Ecto One. That actually sounds kind of cool. I haven't seen pictures yet. Tell us about it. It's, it's pretty nice. It's big. It's one of the bigger models that they're doing for the the classic vehicles. It's not minifigure scale. It's like probably for like a five or six inch action figure scale. It's, it's pretty good. Um, it's over three thousand pieces, I think, or two thousand pieces for uh, two hundred bucks. And it's going to come out to like coincide with the new Afterlife movie. Yeah, okay. 2,300. It's, it's really cool looking. Two pieces. It has all kinds of action features and stuff. And These extra creator vehicles are really nice. Okay. Yeah, that is cool. That's really detailed. Yeah, it's big though. It's eight inches tall. Yeah, that would take up a lot of room. Mm -hmm. It's cool. The price is pretty good, though. 200 for over 2,000 pieces. Yeah. It's good good stuff. If I, if I collected that scale, I would definitely buy it. Yeah, you need a lot of space to display something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Ken, you got any toy news? No. I uh, haven't really seen anything. They're not so much new WWE figures, but I haven't got a chance to look at them. Biggest thing I saw is they finally showed the full release of NWO Hulk Hogan that's coming out in this big ultimate form. Mm. Lots of articulation, multiple heads, rippable shirt, that kind of stuff. Nice. Um, he's in the same set as The Fiend, so I think he's going to sell like crazy. They're doing a bathtub lib Borgen. Oh, are they? Yep. Nice. Everybody wants, live, everybody wants to live Morgan in a bathtub. <laughs> bathtub live Morgan. Um, I, our friend of the show, Jimmy Simonic, uh, showed me these oh. things that are a Walmart exclusive. They're called um, Transformers Red. It stands for Robot Enha Enhanced something. I don't know. Dinks. Yeah, whatever it is. But it's basically um, like a Marvel Legend... G.I. Joe cla classified style transformer. It, it's a figure that's like superposable, but it doesn't transform. And it comes with all kind of like extra hands. It's it's the $19 price range. And the first three they made were Megatron Prime and, and uh, Soundwave. He sent me a picture of them. You should definitely get those. So, the new shelf. They're yeah. kind of cool, but I. It bumps me out that they don't transform. Well, they have so many versions of these that do transform. You, you know, just get the detailed robot. I think that's cool. This is just a detailed robot. It comes with all the extra weapons and hands and all kind of shit like that. So, I mean, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> now, the weird thing about it is that's the first wave. Prime, Soundwave, Megatron. The second wave is just two figures. It's Cheetor from the Beast Wars show. <laughs> And then it's RC from Transformers Prime. Like why don't they just do another figure do a wave of six then? Yeah, just do. Why don't you just do like G one characters first? Well, that's how they did Power Rangers when they started that line. Yeah, too. they're doing all that. Hasbro is just killing it all the way around. Their the action scale is pretty cool. Their they're action figure line is yeah, their six inch line. I mean, is out of control. It's great. Good stuff. All right. Got any more uh, other stuff there? Nope. Okay. A um, couple comic book news. I'll wrap it up here with. Here's the thing I wanted to tell you about the power and see how annoyed you are about this. So the current X-Men event going on is this X of Swords event. 
which I think, Ken, you heard about it, right? You know, like Ten of Swords? Ten of Swords. And it's basically like uh, these followers of Apocalypse from back in the day, these like early mutants. Um, it, it deals with Apocalypse's wife that he was married to back in like Egyptian times. And this this clan of Acabro, or however you say their name, are like coming to fight the X-Men and kill them. And they're going to have this big sword battle and all that shit. So long story short, they're trying to like size up all these mutants that they're going to battle with. And this one mutant that they introduced that like the X-Men core team was talking about, her mutant ability is that she can't lose. <laughs> so It sounds like Domino. Is that, just and that's just what lucky. they said. That she, it's very much like Domino, but Domino, like, things would go her way, but she would still lose. Like, that people have beat her before, but this girl, like, never loses. I don't know what her other powers are, but, like, anytime in a fight, she always adapts to win the fight. She's never lost a fight. So, like... The core X-Men group are, like, trying to figure out how they would beat her, what they would do. And I'm like, okay, you never lose. What, like, I hate when people just make an, like, so if Superman showed up, just punch her in the face. She'd find a way to, like, live. You know, like, you just can't. It's this, like, writing thing, like, a character that you just can't beat, you know. Yeah, You almost her to fight someone that could, like, that explodes when they die just so that they would, you know. You know, they'd kill this person, this person would then kill them somehow. This is a character that I feel, if became popular, idiot nerds who love Deadpool would just be like, she'd beat everybody. You know, like... like yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, really, she's just got Batman's power. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Batman gets beat all the time. Um. So, yeah, I thought it was silly. I figured I'd mention it. Um, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Some fallout from the whole Joker War comic line is Joker introduced a new female sidekick. Her name's Punchline. Um, she actually was like went to war with Harley Quinn and they fought and Harley like almost killed her. But they're really going forward big with her. I guess they have big plans for her in the new year. Uh, they're gonna. She's getting her own comic book. They're doing a lot of origin stuff around her. People really love this Punchline character. I thought she was annoying. And I wanted Harley to shoot her in the face, but uh, yeah, they're trying to. They're we trying to. This so many times, like Dent and all that stuff. Yeah, they're trying to make a second Harley Quinn. Is what they're trying to do. Yeah, they tried it before. Now I do have an update from last week. So last week I gave spoilers for the end of um, Batman Three Jokers. You recall, right, guys? Yes. Yes, Batman tries Jokers. Now, you remember that my problem that I had with it was that Batman at the end of Three Jokers, and spoilers here, Batman at the end of Three Jokers tells Alfred that he already knew who the Joker's name was. He knew him already. Yeah. He said he knew him after, like, one week after fighting him for the first time, and he knew Joker had a family and it was hidden from him. So I raised the question, then why in Justice League War back in 2016 did he ask the Mobius chair mm -hmm. um, what was the Joker's real name? So, like, I did a little digging on it. I found this article this guy wrote, which I didn't really pick up on this, but I went and found my comic out of storage and reread it, the, just, the final to Justice League War. It was, like, issue 52 of Justice League. And the guy explains in the article, if you read the whole thing, when Batman's on the Mobius chair and the Mobius chair says, I know everything... Batman's quizzing the Mobius chair. 
to see how if he does really know everything. So the first question he asked him is, who killed my parents? And the chair says, Joe Chill. But he doesn't really believe it because he's like, he even says in the comic, you could have seen that. You could be... You could be tying into a new, like a, a database, and just find out who killed the Wayne family. So, in his detective mind, he asked it, "Well, what's the Joker's real name?" Because that's something that the chair wouldn't be able to look up online or see anywhere. So, and then when the chair came back and said, "Which one?" There's three of them. That's why it led him down this whole rabbit hole trying to determine the three Joker thing. So he always did know it, and that, I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." Then, like. He thought of what's a question I could ask him that no one knows to really test this thing, and he was like, "What's the Joker's real name?" Because then, the, if the chair got it, he'd be like, "Shit!" Like you, <laughs> you really are powerful. But then the chair threw him for the loop of which one? Three. Like then he like kind of got spastic. Then he got knocked off the chair by Owlman, and the whole thing happened. So I was like, "Oh, that actually makes kind of sense for once in a, in a DC comic book." Did they actually? Took that into uh, accountability or whatever. So I thought that was cool. Still sounds dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, let's go to the quiz question of the week to wrap this up. And you can't look at the screen because the answers are going to be up. All right. You have to go, like, sit. Yeah, just sit over there. Well, let's be honest. Justin could try to cheat and he'd still mess up. Remember when he was the Thundercats expert? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He threw his hands in here. Poor little guy. He got so upset. All right, so we talked about um, uh, Sean Connery. I got a couple questions. I want to go around the room and see if you can name the six Bond movies that he was was in first. So we're going to start with Ken. Can you name one of his movies, Ken? Die Another Day. No. Justin. I don't even know if that's a Bond movie. I've never seen any of them. Doctor No. Doctor No, yes. Doctor Yes. <laughs> Brock. Casino Royale, the first one. No. Yep, that's the only one I know. All right. Justin, can you <laughs> Octo- get any more? Octopussy. Nope. That wasn't, no, that that wasn't was, Connery? That was the other guy. That was um Dalton. No. Roger Moore? Roger Moore. Dudley Moore. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's the Jeopardy thing. They're making fun of him when he says Octopus. Yeah, you were thinking of that. Uh. Um, It was From Russia with Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball. Yes, Goldfinger. This is the only other one I know. You Only Live Twice and Diamonds Are Forever. The one thing I never realized was that he made five of them and then left the series and then they went on with another guy I've never heard of. And then he was so bad that they got rid of him and went and paid him a bunch of money and went back to Connery for a sixth film. Yeah. They paid him $2 million. It was the highest like paid one ever. All right. Let's see how many um, movies you guys can name to have starred Sean Connery in it. Uh, go, Ken. Name one. The Highlander. The Highlander is true. I can't find where the fuck it's at on my list. but It's great. Yes. The Highlander. Yes. Justin. The Rock. Son of a bitch. Um, I know he was in it. That was in the 90s. I have dates on here so I can find where it was at. Uh, Why don't you just have a quarter because we're we're not going to say the date, you dummy. (laughs) Uh, Was he in The Rock? Yes. Yes. Nicolas Cage. 
Yep. He, he was the prisoner. Yes, yes, okay, The he Rock. The he's on here. Yes, go, Rock. He's been in Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but he's been in the movie The Rock. Shut up, Ken. Go, Rock. Dragonheart. Go. Dragonheart. <laughs> yes, he played the dragon in a fantastic movie. I love that movie. Go, Ken. Uh, um, League, of, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes, Justin. Zardos! What the hell is that? <laughs> it was from the seventies. Are you was... cheating on your phone? No, I'm looking at the notes from the yes. show. It's that movie where he wears okay, that weird ass bikini from the future. Yes, it's in there, 1974. Go, Brock. Last night. What's last night? Or first night? Huh? First night. First night. Yes. Yeah. Last night. <laughs> last night. Uh, <laughs> Ken. Are we including these James Bond movies that you just said? Nope, nope. Okay. Uh, Indiana Jones and the whatever the third one was. The Last Crusade. Yep. Justin? That doesn't count for Ken. It counts for me. No, it counts for me. Ooh, um, we'll do a few more and then we'll wrap this boring section um, up. I can't think of it anymore. Ken, you got any? Um. Well, you said Highlander, then there was Highlander Two: The Quickening. That's what I was about. Highlander Two doesn't exist. <laughs> uh. right, I'll give you some that he was in here. Um, his early movies. I don't think we would get any of these. Lilacs in the Spring. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, Tarzan's Greatest Adventure. Uh, let's see what other movies he was in. Yeah, some of these I've never ever heard of. Um, in the 80s, he was in Five Days, One Summer, uh, <laughs> The Untouchables. I've never oh, yeah. seen that version. The Presidio, Memories of Me, Family Business, The Hunt for Red October. Oh, how can we forget that one? The Russia House, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, uh. Rising Sun, Medicine Man, A Good Man in Africa. Just Cause. A bad man in the bed. The Avengers. Yeah, I forgot he was in that, too. Yeah. It was Hulk. Finding Forrester. Yeah, he was Hulk. <laughs> Finding Forrester. Yeah. He made a lot of movies, but he made a lot of movies I never really heard of. But he was always known as James Bond, so there you go. I think he's always been known as Sean Connery. But... Yeah. Did nope. you know he wasn't the first James Bond? No. Who was the first James Bond? I don't know. Mr. T. It, it was a guy that did it on radio. Does that really count? I think his name was... Um, can't remember. But yeah, he was the first Bond, technically. It's like a trick question. I think it's, that's like something I, heard, I read today when I was looking that up, is people always trick you with who was the first James Bond. They say Sean Connery. And they're like, if you're talking about the radio show, it was a different guy. That's a stupid question. Well, <laughs> there you go. Stupid questions. All right. That's it. Ken, take us out. All right, everyone. Please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. That'd be nice. Yeah. I don't have to review us anywhere else, but that'd be cool, too. You know. Or let your friends know. Or don't. Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to do this trouble anyways. If you listen, you don't listen. So. I love when you sincerely try to do it at the end and then just lose your shit and just start yelling. <laughs> it's great. Happy Well, you know what? 
That's me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, you get about three seconds of sincerity and I'm over it. Yeah. So. All right. Great night. Later.